So is this picking us all up pretty well? Yeah, it's just so quiet because we're not really that close to this. Mm. Do we want to stop and listen to it again, or do you think it's okay? I tried it before. You did? Okay. Daniel's on top of things. Speak loudly. <clears throat> and carry, carry a, a small tiny stick. stick. <laughs> we all thought <laughs> like this exact same. <laughs> Well, hi, diddly ho there, folks, and welcome <laughs> back to Star Wars Total Rewatch. Uh, we're totally rewatching all of Star Wars. That includes all the shows, the movies, the holiday specials, the crazy cartoon shows, uh, everything in between. And, you know, a couple little extra things that we just like to talk about. All Star Wars related, of course. I'm hearing voices. Whoa! I'm hearing voices. He's hearing, hearing voices. voices? Yes. Do you think, is it the Force, or are you going crazy? What am I hearing? Well, you're hearing me. Cody. Oh. And Aaron. Hello. Welcome. Sorry, I'm st- talking like a ghost. <laughs> we're not like regular ghosts. We're we're wise ghosts. Mm. We're f- the force ghosts. Yes. 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 Uh, so the whole reason that we are ghosts is because that is uh, that is the episode. We're on uh, The Clone Wars, Season 6, Episode 11. Entitled Voices. Yes. Yes. Please. Voices. Yeah, so the uh, this technically continues from the previous episode. There's one thing in one of the later ones that ties back to that previous episode, yeah. but the other, other, otherwise, the only connection is Yoda. Yoda. That it fo- follows Yoda. Yeah. So this episode, Yoda hears the voice of Qui Gon Jinn and is well. Some of the Jedi Council is convinced that he is under the influence of a Sith plot, um, and that he is merely going mad. Well, they don't know. It's very strange. Even like Yoda is also very surprised to be hearing the voice of Qui Gon Jinn. Yes. So I thought that was interesting. Like this is a uh, untread ground for the Jedi. Yeah, because um, I don't. Is this basically where they say that the, the, when they die, you become just part of the Force and you lose all you know individuality or whatever, and you're just gone with, with the Force? Yeah, yeah. Anakin says mm-hmm. that to Yoda. Yeah, I guess that's the conventional wisdom, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he says that's how the that's how the force works. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Anakin yells. And Yoda says, well, some something along the lines of as far as we know, right? All that we know of the force would lead us to believe that, but uh what about what we do not know? He says. Yeah. Um yeah, it's it's an interesting idea. I mean, in uh Revenge of the Sith there's a little bit of dialogue about teaching uh obi-wan how to commune with the force in a different way Mm. and that was already kind of like based on just the original trilogy of movies you really get the impression that all jedi become force ghosts when they yeah right and that's how i think i always thought it like oh if you're a good jedi yeah. yeah if you're a good jedi i mean you know um it's all from the mind of george lucas so like i'm gonna go with it because it's you know the force is it works however he says it works i guess so here it's just revising the way we have to think about it. Like, okay, that's not a thing all the Jedi know about. They don't actually think it works that way. Qui-Gon is one of very few who have done that. And they only choose certain certain individuals to be the ones to, to be kind of like present at any given time. Well, we'll find out said that all at one, about at one point it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Qui-Gon did it somehow. And he's here to... 
tell Yoda how to do it too. Yeah, so so the Jedi don't believe, well, they don't not believe him. They are open to considering it, but it's a strange idea to them. But I really did appreciate that all the Jedi decide that the first course of action is let's all just like meditate together and see if we can't uh, figure this thing out via the right way, like the Force letting it speak to us if this is what it's trying to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Um so there's a scene where they show like the sun setting and rising, like they're sitting there for a long time. Oh yeah. All just in a group. And uh, I felt like this seems like something the Jedi really should be doing on a regular basis to really just balance themselves, you know, stay in tune with what the force is actually leading them to do. And I don't think they actually do that much, at least not that we've seen. Mm. They probably used to before the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was kind of what I was imagining. Right. Yeah. They don't hear Qui-Gon, though. No. So, to me, that's just Qui-Gon is specifically trying to communicate with Yoda. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they start running scans and all sorts of things to try to figure out what's going on with Yoda. They're like, oh, maybe is it something medically? Maybe he's got some crazy tumor or something? Um, I don't know what they're looking for, but... Who's the Jedi doctor? Again, a German doctor. Well, every doctor, you know. <laughs> Though she's not evil that we know of. Who knows, maybe she's got a secret vial of the blue shadow virus somewhere. No, no, even even the good ones are still German. <laughs> Nima, they, they call her Dr. Oh. All I can tell you is I have scanned Master Yoda three times and I find nothing wrong with him. I am not an expert on his biology, but from my point of view... He is in perfect health. Yeah, like that. She's no, she's no expert in his biology. Like he's, yeah. he's the only one I've ever seen, actually. So, I don't know. She doesn't say that, but I just. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought too. Nobody seems to ever know what Yoda's species even is. The doctor's species is Halaci. Oh, I've never seen anybody like this before. Um, so we know that species. Yeah, Yoda. We don't know Yoda's species. He goes into one of those, like, sense deprivation tank things. Yeah, it's full-on Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Although I suppose there's been a, n a number of other, you know. Oh, yeah. There's, there's plenty a... of other instances of, of that kind of thing happening, too. In... He was either going to, you know, see a creepy monster in another dimension, or he's going to see future crimes huh. for those two. Right. Or in this case, he sees a swamp planet. Not what he was <laughs> expecting, but okay. Yeah, it's interesting like how Qui-Gon is like, no, this is not the way. This is apparently an unnatural way to commune with the Force. Or may maybe it's just because he's surrounded by everyone in like a clinic setting. That's a possibility. Like, just come here, talk to me more directly. And we see how far the Jedi Council has fallen. They are ruled by fear. They're like, oh, we don't know what this is. It must be the Sith. Therefore, let's lock Yoda up. Let's get guards to temple guards to make sure he doesn't go anywhere yeah i mean they they're trying to find the right path the right course to take but they they do tend to kind of uh link things back to like well it must be the sith or it must be whatever and mm. he then enlists the help of anakin to break out because of course if there's anyone who's gonna go against the council it's anakin yoda was having so much fun being able to like have a big jailbreak escape thing. I, I did have to laugh at that. I thought that was great. I love seeing his like mischievous side come out here and there. Yeah, so so we, uh, Qui-Gon tells him to go to Dagobah, to the Force Nexus that is Dagobah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was like, is this uh, ruining some Empire Strikes Back history just by having Yoda come, come to Dagobah 
prior to the end of uh, the prequel movies? Yeah, I, I definitely think that one were to watch the whole of the Star Wars, that they should probably watch it in the order that it was released. Well, right, right. The, all of these episodes, I feel like, are made assuming you've seen the original trilogy. Yeah. It's it's not stuff that's setting up things to be seen in later movies. It's mm. going back to further embellish on things that we have seen. Like, it's Yoda's first time here, but, right. like, we've seen Dagobah, and they're, and they're like, yeah, yeah, you know Dagobah. Here's a little more about Dagobah. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's how Yoda found out about Dagobah and why he went back there, you know, fled there after yeah, I don't, Revenge of the Sith. I don't think there's any reason he couldn't have visited it earlier. That's fine. Yeah. I, I thought it was maybe a little weird that R2-D2 is the one taking him there. Yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> you were wondering. That, right? Yeah, it's, right. It's, it's like, someone... He doesn't say anything? Yeah. So, like, when Luke is going there later, like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to the Dagobah system. R2, R2 could be like, oh, yeah, going to see Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What? How did you know that, R2? My old friend Yoda. Yeah, Yoda says, I'm going to see an old friend. Do you want to come, Luke? R2 says. Yeah. I'm assuming he must have had his his memory wiped at some point. I know Anakin wasn't one to wipe Yoda, but I'm sh- surely... I don't know that... You guys are using Yoda and R2 interchangeably here. Aaron said it wrong, and Cody said that he wiped Yoda's memory. <laughs> 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 they wiped both of their memories just to, just to <laughs> yeah oh dear right anyway yeah yoda steals away and gets in his little baby starship it's made just for him it's a little bit like a thing grogu rides around in just like slightly larger <laughs> just basically looks like a mini tie fighter i mean it's it's like a jedi starfighter but even those had some similar designs to TIE Fighters, like precursor to TIE Fighters. This one, the front window, very much resembles a TIE Fighter. Yeah. I just still want to know more about Dagobah. Qui-Gon here says that it's one of the purest places in the galaxy. And I don't know what that means. There's no people there to mess things up. <laughs> I don't know. I, I assume he means in some way pure in the Force. I don't know. Yeah. Like I, Endor. Exactly. Yeah, Endor is all a, an incredibly magical place, <laughs> as we learned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we learn a little bit about what it's like being a Force ghost. He doesn't see Qui-Gon, which we're used to seeing the Force ghosts. So yeah. even Qui-Gon hasn't quite figured that out yet. I thought that was funny. Training was incomplete. Although he does does mention how they pretty much they they exist out of time. You do wonder why didn't Qui Gon try to contact anyone before now if he was able to do this? Mm-hmm. But I I'm like maybe he wasn't able to do this. He's just been uh, one with the Force, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, essentially dead for this whole time, and uh, he's learning how to interact. And gets actually does get better at it. Oh yeah, are you thinking like in the Obi Wan Kenobi show? We see other Force ghosts. Yeah, but we see Qui Gon yeah. Force ghosts. We have. That. Yeah, we did actually yeah. get to see a real Qui Gon Force ghost. That's a rare sight. Yeah, to show up and say hi mm-hmm. for like a minute. Yoda goes into the cave, I guess. I don't know, and sees the future, which is basically Order sixty six. Yoda sees that vision of uh, the. Jedi being destroyed while he's in that tree. He goes down in the steps into that like 
mysterious tree. So the that cave was, of evil. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. I didn't know it was called that. Huh? How shocking is an understatement, like for Yoda to to see all this happening? Because I think uh, again, this is something. Well, we know. Yeah, yeah. This Order sixty six is going to happen, and the Jedi all die, and then they restart like years later with Luke and stuff. But like, this is like his entire world. Yeah. He's known for hundreds of years. This is, and this is not just his. This has been for generations, for thousands of years. It's been here. The Jedi Council's been here. I think. I. I don't know. I'm assuming that all the Jedi would say the worst thing that could happen is maybe we lose this war and the Separatists take over or something. You know. But like to the idea that all the Jedi are going to be destroyed and like their entire tradition. I feel like that's something that never even would have crossed his mind. Yeah. He doesn't know what to do with that. Well, and that's interesting, too. You guys just said, like, why did Qui-Gon not talk to him before now? And, I mean, were you saying, like, like it seems like he would have said something earlier in, like, the war, maybe? Try to... I don't know. Yeah, I just think, why wouldn't he have yeah. communicated? I do wonder uh, if Qui-Gon is this omniscient being now that can see what will happen. If he knows that they can't win the war and, and they, the Jedi Order will be destroyed, then, then what's the point of telling him anything until now? except to just give him enough warning to escape yeah, and to train up. Luke yeah. All, all of these force entities, are they're able to show him the future or, you know, of some part of the future. They could tell him who the Sith Lord is that they keep trying to figure out, yeah. but they don't seem like they're concerned with the outcome of the war or concerned with even stopping the Jedi from being destroyed. It's more about... Uh, just helping Yoda to be prepared. Yeah, to train the one who will bring balance, I guess. Yeah, so it's interesting. Why do they do it that way? Yeah, and it does also kind of feel like they're saying, at least for the Star Wars universe, that there is no free will almost. Like the future is set, it's deterministic. See, they they went through a million different uh, futures, and, and this is the only <laughs> one where they win. <laughs> I mean, Yoda says, uh, always in motion is the future. Yeah. Difficult to see is the future. It's always in motion. Mm -hmm. But I guess I get what you're saying. It does sort of seem like they're showing him what's going to happen. Not sure. It's a good question. And kind of just the whole notion of, of, you know, you are the one that will train the one who Mm -hmm. will save everything, you know, is determined that that's what he will do or, you know, however you want to read into that. Yeah. It will bring balance. Maybe Qui-Gon's just being a little Yoda, little goofy Yoda. <laughs> being a little, pl- little playful. <laughs> trying to think how the Yoda laugh would sound, but in Qui-Gon's voice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, imagine I don't <laughs> something like that. Something like that, yeah. But oh boy, is there so much more to come. Because uh, as it ends off, uh, Qui-Gon says to Yoda that he will go to this magical place where what is it, life itself is being created or something like that. The origin of life. Oh, yeah. Oh, did we say the the thing was? No, we did not. Oh, no. Madness can sometimes be the path to truth. Okay. <laughs> as the Jedi always say. Yeah, <laughs> yes. t- take that as you will. Well, we'll see how much madness is in the next episode. Oh, very much. <laughs> madness. <laughs> Quite a lot. So we'll see you all next time in uh, episode 12, entitled Destiny. It is your destiny to join us there. Bye. All right, see y'all there. It's a wrap. Right.